Welcome to Classroom Success 101 Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Roos, the Hardcore Behaviorist, and I'm here to help you overcome those problems you're experiencing every day. You're listening to a master audio class, so put your positive thinking caps on and get ready for another lesson on how to achieve greatness within your classroom. For show notes, make sure you check out our website at hardcorebehaviors.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, make sure you check out our Hardcore Behaviors Teacher Pay Teacher Store for our helpful digital downloads. And join our Facebook group, Educators United, to help education continue to thrive during these tough times we are facing when schools are closed throughout the country due to the coronavirus. By joining Educators United, we encourage you to upload free online educational resources to help educate our students from a distance. Welcome to episode five of Classroom Success 101. Today's episode, we are going to touch based on what we call the forced choice reinforcement menu. Okay, so a lot of y'all are asking questions. How do I use this um, tool in my classroom? What does this tool do? Um, And my answer to that is, it's pretty simple. Um, You know, the one thing that I like to do when I'm using that tool was um, I did a lot with it last year. We'll sit down and interview the, the student individually and just go over that reinforcer um, menu and ask the child, you know, those types of questions to figure out what they what they like better. Um, one big thing that I did with it is I put it in my uh, FBA BIPs. It was a good tool that I used to get some good data to give me an idea of what the child was more motivated um, for reinforcement. So, um, you know, with the force choice reinforcement menu, it's a really good tool to use within your classroom, especially if you're having some of those kids that are in your class that are having behavior problems and you need to figure out some more ways to, um, you know, find out different types of reinforcements that those students like. Um, I always tell teachers that, you know, if you're working through the RTI systems, um, th- that might be a tool for some good data that you can prove to the RTI committee that you are using some kind of reinforcement systems. Um, so the biggest thing with it is what you would do is you would sit down with the child and you would go through, you know, what it's asking is there's there's one through um 40. So there's there's 40 different questions. And, you know, one thing about it is you're, you're probably going to have to break that up. I mean, with some of the older elementary kids, I was able to get it done in one setting. Uh, some of the younger ones, you're probably going to have to break that up over time. You know, the biggest thing with it is the earlier the elementary student is, you're probably going to have to show them uh, pictures um, to see what uh, well, you're going to have to show them pictures as visuals as part of the force choice reinforcement menu. Um, as the kid gets older, 
you don't have to, depending on the kid, you, you may not have to show pictures. You know, one of the things you might do is just kind of read off the the, uh, the the force choice reinforcement menu and ask them those questions to get your answer. But what you would do is you would sit down the student um, and you would go over it. And you, you basically tell them, OK, I'm going to I'm going to answer or I'm going to ask you these questions and there's no right or wrong answer. I just want to know out of each question that I ask, which one would you rather have? So if I was interviewing, um, you know, a student right now, basically I would look at number one and tell the student, which would you rather, which would you rather have get a high five or be a line leader? Okay. So out of those two, the student would be, well, I'd rather be a line leader. And all you're going to do is circle that. Then you're going to move on to question number two. Okay, which would you rather have, a bag of chips or play with a friend? And so that student would answer that question. Maybe they'd answer the question with, I'd rather have a bag of chips. So you would circle that. And then you'd move on to the next one and say, okay, which one would you um, rather have, play with a toy or get a high five? And then the, the, the student would answer, well, I'd rather get a high five. And so you'd answer, you'd circle that one. And so all you're going to end up doing is you're going to go through all 40 of these and circle each, uh, each answer that the student wanted to, to pick out of those two choices for each question. And then at the very back of this is a reinforcement inventory scoring key. And what you're going to do then is you're going to look at the first one is adult approval. The second one is competitive approval. The third one is peer approval. The fourth one is independent rewards. And the fifth one is consumable rewards. And each one of them has a letter right next to um, the reinforcement. So, for example, adult approval has in parentheses an A. And what you're going to do is you're going to flip back over to your menu and you're going to count how many A's that you circled and once you end up counting all those a's up that's going to give you a score so it may give you a score of you know 10 11 you just put that right there in the blank then you move on to the next one which is competitive approval and um that is you know cm so you're going to go back over here and you're going to go through and you're going to look at all the cms okay and and you're going to you're going to count how many cms that the student has and then you're going to go flip back over to your your reinforcement inventory scoring key and you're going to put that number there and you're going to do the same thing with peer approval and then you're going to move down to independent rewards and you're going to do the same thing with independent rewards and then consumable rewards you're going to get a score for each one of those okay and what you're going to do, you'll end up finding that the student ranks higher in a certain category than the other categories. And that category is what is most reinforce, reinforcing to the student. So you're just going to keep that in mind. So, for example, if you have a student with a high rank number in independent rewards, then 
that is what that um, student is mostly motivated by. So if I had um, a student that was, um, you know, more motivated by independent rewards, I would also follow up with questions. You know, what what other independent rewards would you like to earn at school? So you get very specific because some of these um, these reinforcers on this reinforcement menu, this is a very general reinforcement menu. What you're trying to do is figure out which what category the student falls in. Okay, so, you know, sometimes, you know, play with toys um, as a uh, uh, individual or independent reward. That might be that might look more like I re- the student rather play on a computer or an iPad. Okay, so that's just what you got to keep in mind. So for each category, after you get a ranking and whatever ranking you get in that category that's the highest, you need to go up and you need to follow up with uh, more specific things. Now, one thing that I can always tell you that some of my professors at Texas State going through grad school always kind of told me is when you when you are giving a reinforcement menu and trying to figure out what the child likes to earn for reinforcement write down everything the child uh wants wants to wants to earn you know don't don't be negative about things uh you know if the child wants um you know maybe let's just put an example if the child wants a certain toy just kind of go in there okay that's cool um we'll we'll have to see if we can get that don't don't ever tell the child oh no we can't get that okay because there's going to be a lot of things that that child is not going to be able to um, get from the school. But those are you, you want to stay as positive as you can. And um, you just want to write down as much as you can from the child. So it gives you a better idea and a better understanding of what that child likes to earn. The other thing with this, okay, is I tend to update these things year to year. I, I mean... That that's that's minimum. I would even almost think about maybe updating them once per semester. Okay, sometimes I mean the thing with it is, you know, things change. Sometimes, uh, uh, especially when they're transitioning into middle school, you know, a lot of a lot of things goes from maybe independent reward to more of they they uh, you know they they like peer approval. I mean. So you we're we're transitioning from an independent reward into peer approval, then we need to change that whole reinforcement menu up. So this force choice reinforcement menu is a very, very good tool um, to have. You know, the other thing with it is it comes from the, the positive behavior intervention supports. Um, and it's just an awesome tool for teachers to have. And I highly recommend that you get a copy and you keep copies within your classroom so that you're always on top of figuring out what kind of uh, reinforcements your students like. You know, the other thing with it is I use this tool the very first day of school when my kids came into my classroom. Um, I didn't I I was going into a, a middle school. Now, I didn't use the picture one. I used uh, just the word, the the words. And my thing with it is I was going into school that I didn't really know the kids off the back as much as when I'm working with other students. 
So I just wanted to kind of give them a, a quick starter of, you know, getting to know them better and to getting to know um, what kind of reinforcements they really enjoy. So that's kind of what I used it for. And it just gave me a beginning of the year inventory on knowing the students' uh, reinforcements of what they were most motivated by. So again, highly recommend you can get this uh, tool that I, I've made a picture one for elementary. You can get it at my teacher pay teacher store. Make sure that you check out um, our, our blogs. We definitely got some new blogs coming in at hardcorebehaviors.com and keep uh, keep up to date with um, the next couple um, Instagram posts that we post out there because we, we are still wanting to interview people for our podcast show. We also are interested in getting, um, getting people to submit some blog posts over. If you want to be featured on our website at hardcorebehaviors.com, just send me a direct message um, on Instagram or send me a uh, send me an email or send me an email at hardcorebehaviors at gmail.com. Again, um, looking forward to seeing y'all's articles and interviewing new um, new teachers, new experts in the field, administrators um, on our podcast show. All right, everybody, y'all have an awesome uh, weekend. Um, today is Sunday, um, and tomorrow is the very first start of the week, and make sure you dominate the week. Mondays are always, always going to be your best days um, to, to start the week and, and get a successful week going. All right, y'all take care, and, and stay tuned for our next uh, podcast episodes. If you know someone who needs to hear this, share it with them, send them a text message, a DM, an email, put it on all your social media platforms, and tag me at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes. It helps teachers find the show so they get an opportunity to make the decision to grow as well.